Hey there, Katie Joy, the Global Butterfly, coming to you on another podcast from my car, but this time with hopefully a better quality of sound for you. So if you do hear the car sounds in the background, like my door's just (laughs) self-locking, then now you know why. But uh, yes, I am fitting in these content pieces, these snapshots of wisdom and insight for you, and even my own life experiences, which is today's content piece for you, um, in the car while I have these spare moments to be able to share. So today I want to share with you about, hmm, I'm not even really sure what to actually call this one, but maybe let's call it emotional intelligence strategies. And really what I want to talk to you about is uh, something that's happened this week and also to connect some dots for you. Maybe you might be uh, create some ahas for you as well. So to give you a bit of backstory, in, since Wednesday last week, I've been taking my little boy to school. I've enrolled him into a private independent school, which I, I wanted to do earlier on, but I delayed it due to all the shenanigans going on. And I feel very comfortable with my agreement that I have with the school now. And anyway, he's gone from being homeschooled, um, going out maybe once a week to have some independent time in a, in a home classroom, um, but mostly spending a lot of time with me and his nan. And, and now he's been, since Wednesday last week, going every single day to school. Um, well, typically now it's going to the second week, so it's expected to be five days for the week. And he's been, you know, it's a transition, right, for both of us. I remember the first day going in for him. Uh, he was actually probably a little bit more excited, but he was also in, intuiting that he was going to miss me. But I tell you what, it was me that actually had the the hardest hit, I think, <laughs> uh, on that first day. And that was related to the realization that, um, one, he's in a new phase. I don't have a little boy with me anymore. But also it gave me that, oh, I could feel the emotion already. It gave me the space to realize and recognize, um, I guess, some grief or loss in the sense that due to you know, a lot of trauma stacked in the first years, in the last five, six years, coming out of a domestic violent relationship, um, being on the journey of being pregnant alone and, and going through the whole journey alone, having um, a, a child at seven months who was vaccine injured, and then and, and that took me a year to get him through the healing phase with that. He's doing really well now. He's nearly six. But, you know, he wasn't so well back then, and it was exhausting because... I had no financial support from anyone else. I also, you know, three, four years ago, four years ago now, faced near bankruptcy as my financial world tipped upside down. And so I've been building a business, you know, juggling a baby, having this relationship with my child who, I had him at 40, so I'm nearly 47. Um, And, you know, I... It made me realize last week, like, as much as I have, I'm an, I'm an awesome mum, I, I get that, and I'm a rock star at it, but I also didn't have that ideal dream that I always imagined I'd have where I'd be able to relax more into the, the experience of, of being a mum for those early years. I can feel like I want to cry, but I won't. <laughs> but the experience of... of um, of having all that come up for me, I knew it was important for me to sit with that information that was coming up for me and to sit with it and honor it, not to wallow in it, but to not to run away from it, that as tempting as that would be, 
or to sugarcoat it with how, yes, you're an awesome mom, you're this, you're that, you look at everything you've done. All of that's true. <laughs> As is, it's also true that I had a part, I had this delay in my life to have a child, to be able to be in this ideal family unit with two kids, that, and a lot of that didn't come into fruition the way I had imagined it. I will say this, it turned out better. But last week, it... It was just something I needed to process. So I sat with it and I gave myself the promise that for all of last week and even all of this week, I'd give myself this gentle grace just to process, just to sit, be, read, nurture myself, catch up with friends, do whatever I needed to do just to be in the moment, to be present with all the feelings, to honour myself in every way, to spend that quality time, for want of a better word, grieving, but also to shift my perspective into a new place where I could really, you know, just move forward without the baggage. So there's that part that's come up. Now, this last couple of, you know, five days now that my son's been in school and already there's an incredible amount of thriving happening for him and for me. And it's incredible. It really is. I mean, he's come home from school and asked to have his training wheels off his bike and did that and he took off like a ninja uh hasn't hasn't had any kind of like bingles or crashes he's doing he's already doing tricks and turns i mean in two days of riding a bike with no training wheels it's insane i'm like and he's watching these youtube videos for kids now off their training wheels and it's like he watches and he duplicates it's pretty fascinating um, he's reading more. He's like actually reading the book. Like, and, you know, and even though he's not necessarily reading all the words, but he's pretending to read the words. He's trying to read to me instead of me always reading to him. So there's that. And there's, there's, there's just all these wonderful things that go with it. And each day I pick him up and he's like saying, yeah, I'm enjoying school. And then not long after that, he's saying, but I'm really missing you, Mom. And I miss Nana. When I'm at school, I really miss you both all the time. Ugh. the truth is I miss him all the time too Um, but this morning I went to go drop him off to school so this is all of that backstory that gets into today because this is pretty and forgive me if I do cry (laughs) so he um, he tells me when he wakes last night he was really clear I don't want to go to school tomorrow mum I'm like why you're enjoying it and you, you're doing really well. And he's like, yeah, but mum, I, I just miss you. And his voice almost cracked. Lights <laughs> come on. <laughs> so um, this morning, he, you know, I, 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 last night I had a conversation with him. And I said, it's okay, you know, let's have a good sleep. Thinking, you know, after some rest, he's going to um, reset. And the first thing he says when he wakes up this morning, mum... I just don't want to go to school today. I want to be with you. Oh. And, you know, I'm like, well, the truth was I really wanted him to be with me too, but I, I'm like, and Wednesdays are like a day that I just I have no agenda on the day. So it's a completely clear and free day for me now. I really thought about keeping him home, and I thought, no, I'm going to take him to school. And um, so I encouraged him with that. We got in the car, headed there, and he was when he got out of the car and he had his bag on his shoulders and he's carrying his lunchbox, he's holding my hand, but I could see a whole different demeanour in him. You know, his, his shoulders were a bit slumped forward and it was like he was resigned. Oh, I'm going to cry. 
bear with me here. <laughs> so um, I walk into the class and I, I'm, I see a couple of the teachers in the classroom because he has a couple, a couple to the class and I, I have a chat with them. They're like, yeah, he's doing really well. He's fitting in well. He's having lunch with the other kids. You know, sometimes when new kids come in, they sit a bit more reserved. But he's already integrating. He's having lunch. He loves playing sport. He has fun. He's a bit cheeky. Um, but he does ask, you know, is it home time yet? Or sometimes he does say, I miss my mum. And that just about turned the knife in my guts that then in that moment because I honestly just wanted to sweep him out of there right then and <laughs> just take him home and spend the day with him. And um, and by this stage, he's starting to cling to my leg a lot more. And I'm thinking to myself, oh gosh, maybe I just need to go so I can give him the opportunity to just, you know, not feel so emotional. And I wasn't crying or anything at this stage. <laughs> it was later. But um, anyway, I said to the... I said to the gave him a big cuddle and a kiss and the look on his face he just crumpled and as I walk, went to walk away he was chasing after me and the teacher grabbed him and picked him up and gave him a cuddle and but I turned around and to blow him a kiss but the look on his face was like he'd just been taken off thinking he's never going to see me again it was just that that look on <sighs> that crushed look on his face and I drove around the corner up the road and I pulled into a parking lot and bawled, bawled my eyes out. <laughs> if you're a parent, I'm sure you've had an experience like this too. <laughs> and I, I was already using you know, every ounce of my emotional maturity not to run back into that classroom and pull him out for the day because I thought if I do that, he's going to wire up that you know if I play this emotional game with mum and not that I'm not that it was a game but like if I do this then she will do this and I didn't want to correspond those events for him but I pulled over into this car park and, I, and I'm thinking to myself I'm a mess I, I need some support I need some reassurance <laughs> and I called my mum I said I'll call my mum and then I'm going to go up the road to Bunnings and I'm going to buy myself some little plants you know to feel good and then it hit me, I'm like, my God, you know, I'm struggling right now and I'm using strategies of how do I f shift my focus to feel better. He's not even six years old and he doesn't even have these experience, you know, these tools or these skills to do that. I can reach out to my mum because I can make that call. I've got the power to do that. But he doesn't have the strategies all the skill set to do that he's in a space which is safe and at one level he knows it but it's new and all he wants is his mum and it really I think what it what it became super clear for me was here is a child who has been excellent in expressing and communicating his feelings and what he wants and the look on his face was one of feeling completely powerless You see, for those of you who know my work well, I work with adults, entrepreneurs, creatives, healers, visionaries, to help clear energy blocks in their life. And I would say that there's a fair 50% of those people who know that they've had significant trauma in their life or traumatic events that seem to cycle and keep getting stuck and they know they've got to work through it. And then I have about another 50% who will say something like this, Katie, 
I don't know what it is that's keeping me stuck or why it is I'm having these issues because I had a great childhood. My life's been great and I've got all these. And the thing is, it's these events when every time I unpack these um, experiences for people, especially if they've had an uneventful childhood, it's when we unpack it and we go to an energetic center of it because I do a soul reading Whenever we get to that point, it's always, always someone well either pre in the womb, pre-womb, like pre pre-life or any past life, womb, or mostly between the ages of birth and the age of seven. Where the mind it does it, it's it's a filter for taking in everything around them, you know, when we're born. It's a filter of taking absolutely everything that we learn and we experience and we're being conditioned with in that social environment. That becomes our normal. And we don't have any other filter or skills to be able to really have discernment around it. So what I have found when we've unpacked a lot of these things is that it's not always some big traumatic event that has created a sense of feeling powerless in a moment that has then become a driving decision point core center for all future decisions and behaviors it's often situations just like what happened today where they just didn't feel like that they had a power to do anything different and then they make up a meaning and I because I've done so much energetic clear clearing and cleaning in my own soul but also and constantly it's never it's a never-ending thing but also with so many other people, I could recognize in my son's face this morning, abandonment. <laughs> and I know that, you know, generationally, that's an experience that I've personally had to overcome and balance within me. Um, but I just saw it on his face and it was so tough. Um, so what I did, I was sitting in this car park I rang mum first, I said, mum, this is what's happened, I want to go get him, maybe I'll go, you know, in a couple of hours, maybe lunchtime, or maybe I'll just go a bit earlier before school, whatever. Anyway, I had that conversation just to sort of process it, talk it out loud, and then I rang the school and had conversation with him beautifully, they said, you know, he's settled in, he's been playing basketball, he's had fun, you know, he's fine, he hasn't, you know, and then they've sent me some pictures, he's having fun in the classroom, and I said to them, look, Here's what's going on at night time though and in the morning. I know he's settling in because that's what he does. He's a trooper, you know what I mean? He just figures it out and carries on. But that's also the trait of a highly ambitious person who just does things to fill the void, right? And so I said to him, look, this is what I want to do for his and mine emotional and mental health. He's gone from one day a week of being in, you know, away from me to um, his nan to um, now a five day full time experience and while he's having fun it's a lot and I said look for a long term game of integration I'm going to come and pick him up early and they're like yeah no, that's great that's cool that's actually a good idea so here we are I'm in the car I'm on my way to go and pick up my beautiful little boy in 20 minutes time to go and just connect and bond deeply and to reassure him I'm not abandoning him but you know giving him the skill sense to recognize that you know we need to you know stretch and grow and that we're safe 
but they're also we are heard seen heard and felt because that's where we heal and you know I just want to go and make sure that I give him that full support and he knows without a shadow of a doubt that um, and which he does but I want to keep reinforcing that and especially in these challenging times and to give him have a conversation with him just have some fun I don't know maybe we might play some video games today or go for a bike ride or all of the above but I just wanted to share this with you because you know it's something real time that I'm going through so I can take from this experience and and apply what I do when I'm working with my clients and um, I and to share with you some insights but I can also like encourage you like these times uh, they're tough and they're challenging but the way that we need to be able to move forward is looking at honoring all of our needs and taking care of that inner child and when it comes to our children we want to nurture them fully um, sorry my nose is dripping a little bit from <laughs> from the crying from the tears but we need to nurture that inner child um, and you know and as parents like we can only do that for our youngest our children if we if we're doing that for ourselves and if you clearly if you're listening to this you're not a child but maybe you have some inner child wounds too to address where you maybe there was a past experience when you were younger where you didn't feel seen you didn't feel heard or you didn't feel felt or all of the above and that that experience is still working on in the background of your mind um, and affecting you and your decisions moving forward uh, you know I've, I've got lots of examples but I'll use those another time because I want to you know, keep this to 20 minutes but I just want to encourage you if you're in any of that place make sure you do some inner healing work and that, ta- that takes courage it takes discipline and it takes a willingness to go I'm going to lean in and I'm going to have that deep loving nurturing conversation with myself and my inner child it's, you know the with the same quality that I would love to have been heard or felt when I was younger and look honestly many adults these days still want to feel feel that even if they're 50 or 60 years old from their own parents over maybe a certain um, recognition or acknowledgement or just to be feel loved you know overall or it might be over a certain aspect so I wanted to just bring this experience into reality and share it with you with the insights of um, maybe there's something in your own life that you can draw f- from this story and this experience that you can go ha huh, that you know that's something I can apply in my own strategies moving forward so hopefully this was massive value for you and if you know anyone else who could benefit from hearing this please share it please um, feel free to pass it on and definitely if you uh, I I like to let people know that I help people uh, balance and align for their success so clearing those energetic blocks uh, particularly through entrepreneurs visionaries creatives healers and artists Um, usually because one of my greatest skill sets is I turn the invisible visible I'm able to be able to read energy and I perceive things that most people miss Uh, So if you are not yet on my email list, make sure you go and grab my free heart activation meditation as well as the 111 spiritual affirmations, sorry, positive affirmations for spiritual ascension. And uh, you also get regular updates from me as well. So make sure you go to 
theglobalbutterfly.com to go get that and stay in touch. And much love, light, and manifesting lots of magic, miracles, and more. Take care. Bye.